What's happening, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Another episode of Between the Lines here on the Baltimore Sports Report Network. I'm Rich Turpin, joined by Jabby Burns. Good evening, everybody. And Sports Jack Mike. Hi. So, we have successfully made it through... What was that word? Successfully. Successfully. Okay. All right, so real quick, Rich, Rich, last what last Wednesday, I think, the last time we got together, the episode... It was snowing like I think a quarter inch, and didn't DC basically shut down, Jack? DC shut down. I mean, we, like we par- got paralyzed. We got pummeled. Let, let me just no, no, tell no, you. no. Hold on, I'm talking last Wednesday when they had that little like barely getting down, and then everybody was you know tweeting pictures of them. It was like half an inch of snow. Oh Come yeah, on. well that 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 was that that was like the the pre cum. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that that was good point. That, well played. That was not, I don't know if you have to dump that, but that's uh, that was that was nothing. I mean, what happened? Are, are we talking about the storm now? Yeah, go ahead. No, I just wanted to kind of get everybody back. We were last time we were on. It was last Wednesday. Yeah, it was kind of snowing. We were making fun of it, but we all expected after our boy Doug Cameron had mentioned it was going to be a big one, and it was a big one times two. It was the mega mother, and I'll tell you this much: my my dad is uh, sixty five years old, and he's been in this area his entire life. And he told me, he said, "This is the biggest storm he can remember in, in his lifetime." Well, he's so, sixty five. How much does he really remember? Well, he's he's his uh his, his memory's con- got to be fading. I'm just no, his he's... memory's pretty. He's he's pretty sharp, dude. Is he okay? He's not yeah. up right now though. So if we wanted to call him, no chance he's up, right? Because you guys all go to bed. You yaks all go to bed, but early. No, nah, I don't. I don't know what he's doing. But all you no, yaks. It was. It was. It was bad. And and I will tell you right now. You guys are in the bullseye. Not that I drove out to uh, the Broadlands or Ashburn during those three days, where actually it took us two days just to get our driveway plowed. But there's not a chance. Lurch's uh, his cul-de-sac was not shoveled on Monday. I know that for a fact. Ooh, you were overhanging with T. Yeah, you, you were over there, there huh? No, I'm just telling you, I was not. I'm telling you, I wasn't over there. But I know just from being out here in Laocal that the the HOAs over here dropped the ball. And wow, what could they do? Where Lurch lives, they were one of the last ones to get plowed. So no, that just wasn't he. That wasn't some excuse. His cul-de-sac literally was not touched on Monday morning. Yeah. Well, it just gets shaky because Lurch calls in when he gets the sniffles anyway. So that I think that's where everybody was. Well, kind of the, going with, but no, I, I saw it. You guys were definitely in the bullseye. We were following yeah. the storm. I was up uh, late Saturday night looking for thunder snow because I'm a big fat nerd. Um, it was it was a crazy storm. Luckily, I don't know if you guys did. I didn't lose power. Um, I thought that was the biggest issue that everybody's worried about because I mean the cleanup is the cleanup, whatever you got to do. But um, yeah, when it started for you guys, it started a little bit earlier. What was the? I mean, did you have everything? Did you have to get your toilet paper and your milk, everybody, or did you actually <laughs> be a normal adult and have booze and like steaks? Okay, so basically this, I, I, the, the the heart of the storm was Saturday. Is that correct? Correct. I mean, when you're stuck inside for four days, the three or four days, the, the days kind of just <laughs> flow into each other. So anyway. It started here at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, but Thursday, yeah, I had already done the whole routine. And I actually, you probably guys, guys don't even know where Percival is. I know Turpin does, but uh, Jabby. I know where Percival is. Okay, well, Jabby probably. No, uh, Percival, I'm in Leesburg. Percival's about six miles west of me. Yeah. So deep. I went out, I was out that way for, for work stuff, and I went into a Harris Teeter at about, I don't know. 2.30 on Thursday. 2.30. Yeah. 
Okay, school was still in. People were working. And, dude, I'm telling you right now, 2.30 in the afternoon, Harris Teeter, Percival, Virginia, there were lines at, like, 20 feet long at, like, all eight registers that they had open. How many brothers? I mean, it was a disaster. Well, Percival doesn't have a lot of brothers, so <laughs> there, was, there wasn't a lot of... I'm guessing, question, you know, yeah, it, over yeah. under was three. Percival is, is whiter than the Academy Award show. Yes. But, oh, look at that zing, Chris Rock. It, it, it was... Uh, it was brutal. Yeah. I mean, in literally brutal at the Harris Teeter. Did you hear that, it, Rich? It was brutal. Yeah, yeah. It was brutal. But yeah, I mean, I got all it was the brutal, Wubby. <laughs> I got oh, all the, the cab was gone. Holy crap! What are we gonna do? All that fondue. Oh, the caviar was but, just out of stock. You guys so don't it, serve. You guys don't have snowblowers here. What are you doing? I I got a snowblower, but it's oh, not. You know Two you of us it. do. Well, one of us doesn't. We'll get one of us is sore from head to toe from shoveling for four days. That's for or, sure. Or typing on Facebook. Uh, go <laughs> ahead, Yak. What do you got? No, but I mean, yeah. So it started like early Friday afternoon, and it didn't stop until, I guess, at some point late Saturday night. Yeah. So Perfect. no, it was the real deal. Yeah, and you've just moved into a brand new, you know, crib, not to give out your address or anything, but, I mean, you haven't invited Rich or I, but um, you have moved into a new establishment. We remember we missed the show because you had to paint, you know, the whole bit. Um, so I imagine you had to get a snowblower because I imagine you've got all kinds of acreage and everything to work on. <laughs> I also saw there was a Rob Deer in your neighborhood as well. You were tweeting some pictures of a Rob Deer. That's when I knew that Yak had turned to, like, the Jameson or something, Rich. That's when I kind of got an idea that Yak was feeling good. And that's when I wanted to call him, but you know he answers his phone about as much as you know Obama does. Yeah, he's nah. he's he's tweeting pictures of Rob sitting next to his Reggie Bush. Yeah, like just <laughs> cuddled, just cuddled up. Yeah, they're like I'm never coming. Like my wife was treating it like we were like workers at the National Zoo. <laughs> I was and... waiting. I was waiting for uh, the next picture that I was waiting to come was uh, going to be this deer inside huddled up on the couch with Lucy and Baxter. Trust Lucy's me. Was waiting for. If I hadn't have been there, it, it would have been in the basement. I'm not kidding about that. So here's what happened. And I didn't put this on Facebook because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you stupid fucks. But anyway, we, my wife did end up chopping up some uh, apples. And she, tr she tried to sneak out on the some front stoop. Deer. And throw them towards the deer, and the deer ran away. Yeah, of course. In the middle of a blizzard. I said, why'd you do that? I mean... You guys might need, need that apple. Yeah. So I mean, those things run away at the sound of, of anything. You could fart, like, from inside the house, and it's gone. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I was saying. You think throwing the apples at them yeah. is just going to get them to, like, come over there? Sounds like Miss oh, Yak might have got into the Chardonnay, too. I mean, it sounds like maybe a little uh, bit early. She... She can throw a few down. Well, yeah. We've, we've so, seen that in person. That's fantastic. So you guys, so she was trying to pelt the deer with apples. Also. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, I mean, how did it did it come back? Did it come back though? I mean, did it at least feel like nah. it could come back safe haven? I, and I think no. it went to the next door neighbor's house and like ran like, up against their bushes. <laughs> I really, I want to know. I'd be interested to have it video recorded. If you would have bled it in the basement, what yeah. kind of damage it would have done? It probably would have done some damage trying to it, get out of there. Honestly, that John Riggins jersey's in big trouble. Oh, uh, actually, I don't have a John Riggins. Jersey. Where do you got up there? I've, you've, I think I've seen right, Jason Witten. No, I got Joey T. <laughs> Jason, Jason Witten. Witten too. No. Romo is in the closet. My, my old Tom school... Landry's fedora. He's got all that stuff. <laughs> my old school Redskins jersey is a uh, Thiesman. Yeah, the Thiesman. Is, is it made like by? Um, it's got to be made uh, by like Rydell or Champion. Dude, it's so guaranteed Champion. Probably. 
Right. So, so Yak, your experience wasn't too bad. Obviously, your roads nah. were pummeled, but you know, what what was wider, the Harris Teeter or the snow? That would be the question I would have. I told you, Three Brothers was the overrunner <laughs> in Percival. I mean, come on. Yeah. I I know it's good. I, the only thing Yak was pissed about is maybe he couldn't get out there to swing it a little bit too. Probably wanted to swing yeah, well, a little white ball out there. But I'll guarantee you right now you're looking at at least mid March before that happens. Yeah, it's going to warm up this week though. Not to go everywhere. Well, supposed to be fifties. Supposed to be like fifties, but that's not going to melt off. It's it's going to warm up, but at least down here, I mean, and this is why I don't even see these kids going to school next week. The piles, the the piles of snow that they have put in the intersections, on major roads. Yeah. Are like twelve feet high. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you can't even see around them. Right, those Whoa. kids aren't going. To, those kids, that guy from Loudoun County, gets a lot of run too. Didn't he get? Didn't he crush everybody last year? Left all the yeah, kids at school. Uh, I forget. He's got a nickname, and he used to. He, he became kind of a pseudo celebrity. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's in the bad way. It's kind of like we're celebrities. I don't think. I mean, I don't think yeah. it's good. He's got way more. He's got a way bigger Q rating than we do. All right, so Rich Turpin, you live in the palatial area of you like to say Savage. I like to say Laurel. Whatever you want to. No, call it's it. in, I live in Columbia, right? right Come right. on, I, I just like saying Savage because it's just such a great. Savage is so terrible. So it's you have so 118 good. kids. You got girls. You got everything going on over there. Kim <laughs> Kelly's a saint. Like what? What? What goes on over there? Because I mean, right, no so, cookies, and I mean, you right? No so we don't have. So we don't have big time. We're not big timers. So we have, we're in the townhouse. <laughs> it's a nice size townhouse. Nice townhouse. So, I've been there. You know, four bedroom townhouse, very nice. Yeah. But we live at the bottom of a hill in a in, in a cul de sac. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it, it comes time to shovel snow out, and for whatever reason, you know, we didn't get a plow like a lot of people. So we're like, all right, well, we, we can't really go anywhere. But you know what? Let's dig the cars out at least. At least dig the cars out and the plow comes. We're on our way, right? So we have one SUV and we have a regular car, a Camry. So I said, well, I'm going to dig the, the, the SUV out first because then we can just drive over the snow when the plow comes, no problem. We'll just get when did you fine. decide? Like Sunday this morning? Was, this, was, this was Saturday afternoon. I was kind of trying oh, wow. to keep up with the snow. Yeah, pretty good idea. So I wasn't digging out 30 inches. I'd be digging out like five, which, which worked. <laughs> okay. So Sunday I'd dig out like three inches of snow out of the car. It's all good. So I'm shoveling snow, and I'm looking around, and there's 30 inches of snow everywhere. So I'm like, well, what, what's the best case scenario here? I said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shovel out the car, and I'm going to make about a 10-foot runway oh, from my space to the road because that way the plow will come or the bobcat or whatever and will take my mound of snow. Oh, I okay? know Well, like everyone else – Saw that and said, you know what? This guy's got the right idea. We're going to make a mound of snow, and then the plow will come and take it. Rich is Fine. making that. No problem. Rich is making that I'm starting, I'm like great. Martin Luther King. I'm starting the movement here. <laughs> then, That's what great, say great comparison. Yeah, no plow. No plow. Zippy plow. And I said, all right, fine, whatever. Monday comes, no plow. I said, all right, well, I'm getting a little bitter. Turned into, you know. So now you're your dream I'm turning, into, I'm turning into Jack Torrance, literally, at the Overlook. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to kill somebody because yeah. I'm going crazy. I said, so Tuesday, I said, you know what? There's no plow. I have an SUV. I said, I just got to get the pile down to about two feet, and I can just run over it. I don't even care. I'm just going to plow through it. Oh, okay? So everyone has made a mound of snow because they've just dug their car out. So I've got about a 10-foot stretch of road that I need to uh-huh. dig out until I can get to where the tire tracks are that someone already made. Yeah. I said, I'm going to do this. So I go out there at 9 o'clock in the morning. I start digging. I start digging. I start digging. I'm not tired. A woman 
opens her window at 9.10. Literally, I've been out there for 10 minutes. She goes, mind you, this is from her window. She goes, you have to take all that snow and put it on the grass. Is this a woman from the HOA? No, she's just a neighbor. Like yeah. three houses down from me. And I just looked around. Like, I she said, can't be talking to me. I said, what grass? She goes, you have to take it to the corner. I said, are you kidding? I said, there's three feet of snow out here. I was like, this mound right here is not bothering anybody. Nobody. She goes, well, the plow hasn't come through because of that mound. I said, no, that's not the reason. I said, the plow hasn't come through because there's there's five feet of snow everywhere and they can't work their way down. She goes, well, all the real men... Oh, Jesus. All the real men shoveled the the, the, the snow onto the grass. Wow, so she's calling you out because you got redskin gear on, I'm guessing, right? That's all yeah. you wear at home. And the, not in my proudest moment. <laughs> oh, I, said, I said, listen, fatso. Oh, I said, why don't you grab a shovel and why don't you come out here? I said, instead of playing Monday morning quarterback. Hey, can, I ask you, can I ask you a question? Not, yeah. not, not that it matters, okay? Because... You know, I know any anybody. Just context. You know, any, right? just context. any any of the three or four people listen to the show, they'll probably try to think, I think I'm we're up to five. We're up to five. Was this a black lady? No. no. Oh, it wasn't. In my neighborhood? No. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> anyway, again, not my proudest moment, but don't throw in the jab. The real men threw the snow onto the grass. First of all, there was about eight of them shoveling the snow. Okay, and they were throwing it on the grass. Yes, there was eight of them. I was working Han Solo by myself, no help. So, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to throw it. And, and and let's be honest, if you guys knew my neighborhood, I, I was throwing the snow about two feet from the corner where she actually wanted it. So give me a break. But, yeah, so not my proudest moment. <laughs> I said, listen, fatso, you come out with a shovel. It's easy to sit from your window and play Monday morning quarterback. Right. Don't tell me where where the plow can go. You yeah, know what like I mean? like Tom Brady, Carson Palmer up there. I could not believe this woman was yelling at me from her window. From her window yelling at me. And I'm dig- I said, I'm digging out the entire road for people. I don't understand what the problem is. What's, what's the beef? What's your beef? Lady, well, it sounds like the beef was on the stove. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. I, was, I was so irritated wow. at this lady. I you couldn't believe that. Did you tell Kim Kelly that you said such such hateful things? Of course. Things? And then and then Kim goes out there and she confronts her. And wow. I mean, it was I'm not it shocked was by that entire, either. By the way. It was an dog. entire oh, brouhaha. You know, yeah. people. I've heard, some, I've heard some stories, and I think there's been a a lot of there was a lot of tensions running high the last seventy two hours. And, and honestly, after everything was done and people walked away and said their thing, I said, you know, to one of my neighbors that's cool with me, I was like, you know what? I said, I just think people are just on edge because they've been in their house now for four yeah, days. That's what it Everybody's was. Everybody's a little bit lick. Real <laughs> man. But at the same time, you, you've been sitting inside your home for four days. You haven't lifted one finger except to feed your fat face. <laughs> And you're going to criticize the way I'm digging the car. I was out there every single day for a minimum three hours each time. So don't okay. throw a jab at me that, you know. And then she said something about where was I when they were cleaning the snow. I had already shoveled for four hours that day. I wasn't going to come back out because the neighborhood party was out there with cupcakes and beer yeah. shoveling snow. Yeah. You didn't hang out with them no. before. You ain't going to hang out with no, them No, exactly. How, I said, how much... 
How much frozen Stouffer's macaroni and cheese do you think she ate <laughs> during during that snowstorm? A lot of I, cheese I don't know, casserole but, there, baby. But in her life, it's been a lot. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? And, and, and then, you know, and then, and then, of course, when Kim goes out there and was like, you know, telling her not to, you know, she doesn't need to be yelling at me. What you know, did the Kim woman, call her? Oh, nothing. But the woman was like, he called me a fat pig. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not entirely true. He called you fat. So, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's fat, though. And again, not again, not my proudest moment. But you took a jab and you take a little dig at me to say the real men. You know, it's That's... a little bit of a shot to your boy's bow. I'm in your corner on that one, even if I didn't know you. If well, how could there... you not be? I mean, how could no, you not? Exactly. If you're out there doing that and some some sow lifts the screen up, you know, in between bites of her... Her... Uh, <laughs> her DiGiorno. And <laughs> says, Yeah. And then to top it off, the day before, so I'm cleaning... The Camry out, okay, and right in front of the Camry, obviously I'm shoveling the sidewalk up to, you know, because, again, I'm doing my part as a, as a good neighbor. Well, Kim's out there with me, and we're shoveling, oh, we're finishing up. They, listen, they do, because I'm there. A good neighbor, I'm there. So I'm shoveling the sidewalk, I'm doing my bit, I'm dead tired. tired. And uh, Bill walks out of his house in front of the camera. He's seven years old. No lie, seven years old. And he's got his shovel. He probably weighs 69 pounds. And Kim goes, we start walking away, and she turns around and looks at me, and she goes, you should probably maybe offer to help him. And I'm just looking at her like, really? Really? I just shoveled for four hours. But you know what? You're right. It's the right thing to do. He's ancient, and he's probably going to break a hip. <laughs> I said, Bill, I said, let me help you. He goes, oh, oh, thanks. I just don't move as fast. I'm over 70. I said, you know what? I got you. Not a problem. So your boy shovels his entire front steps and sidewalk both directions, like leading to the next couple of houses. So it took me about 20 minutes to shovel, okay? Something Robin Hood you are. So later on in the day, I said, you know what? I'm going to finish getting the camera out because I had started, but I was so tired. So I said, I'm going to finish getting the camera out, which is, again, parked directly in front of his home. So I'm shoveling the Camry out, and I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to shovel out starting at the back, and then I'm going to shovel out the front. But when I shovel the front, what I'm doing is I'm piling up snow next to the hood, and then I'm going to eventually bring it back. Okay, well, I shoveled some on the mound in the front, and some of it, when you create a a pyramid, it starts running down. Honest, you know, obviously. The same bill who I had just helped, Uh-oh. comes out of his home and late. says, if you're going to dig your car out, don't throw it on the sidewalk. And he shakes his head and turns around and walks away. Oh You've God. got to be kidding me. I walked inside. I said, Kim, yeah. I said, this is why I'm not helping anyone ever yeah. again. And I told her what happened. And she was like, are you kidding? I said, no. She goes, you know what I'm doing? She goes, later on when we're walking the dog, she goes, we're going to cover his sidewalk with snow. And, Rich, this is why I'm going to convert you to a life, the rest of your life, to be a GOP voter. Oh, Jesus. One for all? I mean, all Yeah, because you're out there busting your hump, and and that's... You've told me two things that really irritate me right now. And that's why I couldn't... And something something similar... and I know we can't talk about snow all night, but something similar happened in my brother's neighborhood where this dumbass wanted, to, like, right after the big storm, like, when the big storm was finally over, 
this guy this guy with a with a truck wanted to show everyone how big and bad he was his big 4 by 4 truck got stuck in the middle of my brother's cul-de-sac <laughs> and the plows couldn't plow my brother's road oh, for like God. 3 days and then this guy hid in his house and didn't come out and didn't and like my brother and all his neighbors were were shoveling and it's like this is why I can't stand 90% of the population seriously well, so this guy got his truck I don't, stuck I don't know how that relates to politics, it? Jabby, but... I knew you'd work it in. Don't worry. You're making America great again. Yeah, make America great. I, I, but again, that's but that's the kind of thing that I'm dealing with. I, I mean, I literally helped this, this guy shovel his steps, his sidewalk, and then he comes out and has the nerve to say... You know, don't throw it on the sidewalk and shakes his head. I liked it. I liked and it. I said, shaking my head, the SMH. Right, and I wasn't – SMH, <laughs> and I wasn't even done. And I even said to myself, I'm going to pile the snow here and move it, and if I happen to get any snow on the sidewalk, obviously I'm not a savage. I'm going to go back through and, and fix it. Right. But I wasn't even – you know, I, and I went back and looked. There was probably one millimeter of snow that had trickled down from the mountain of snow I was creating – that caused him – he came out of his house, out of his home to tell me not to put snow on the sidewalk. The sidewalk that I had just shoveled myself, by the way, yep. I couldn't believe it. So I said – that's why I told him. I said, you know what? I'm not helping anybody. From now on, I'm going to shovel my sidewalk, and that's it. And I'm going to shovel my car out, and that's all because these people are dicks. And I'm not helping anymore. And I've been to your crib too, and it's kind of tough because you're close to the end right there too, right? To that, to like make the turn. Are you still in that spot? No, no, no. We this is the this is the no. That's why I said we're in Columbia. Oh, you're the new silly. Okay, oh, cool. This, this way, yeah. This is like this poem, poem's the other one. Okay. The one looked like we were on the, on the set of Good Times. This is like <laughs> big, big timers now. It looks like we belong. To radio, you're saying radio money now. Yeah, this is like this big is like, money. Yeah, Danny Ruye money. This is like Dr. Barona's um, sponsorship <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, so again, at the end of the day, I'm not helping anybody, and that's why people can thank themselves in the neighborhood next time it snows and you don't get any help from me. Wow. Well, that's good. I, I don't have the same thing here. Uh, we have an HO, like in our neighborhood, we have kind of a association, shall we call it, right? But we have a guy in our neighborhood who has a plow. And so basically the association pays, you know, you get snow, um, a snow budget. So he was plowing at like three in the morning. I mean, our streets were, it was great, actually. I mean, we, yeah, like, I really enjoyed sense. the pictures you were sending. Yeah. Up. But well, then also, you know, Mrs. Burns's mother sent me just a random snowblower in the middle of the summer that I laughed at and said, we'll never use this. And the next thing you know, I'm, you know, gouging people for their driveways. But I was Robin Hood for the first you know, first day taking care of all my elderly, you know, neighbors doing theirs because it is kind of fun. Yak, you, you pushing a snowblower around a little bit. Well, I don't know if you do, you probably pay somebody to push your own snowblower, no, but I, I, I did mine. it's own. fun. I mean, it's, I mean, if you think, you know, he's probably I, trying to attach that deer to it and put it to no. work. <laughs> I told you guys, I, said, silly. I know he was talking, he was raving about it last week before. Yeah. There's snowed. something about it. There, there's something like, like, like mowing the grass, like enjoyable about yeah. it. Like it's a little summer harder with this than the, than the than the grass, but I'm with you. No, I didn't mind it. I mean, it, it was, you know, we 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 actually had to shovel some first because it was so damn tall that <laughs> my snow blower, Yeah, the snow. Well, actually, a couple of our neighbors helped too, but yeah. I helped them. But yeah. I mean, the, it, the snow effort. the snow was so high that the snowblower couldn't even handle it. Uh -huh. 
Lobby, Sorry. call the governor. We're gonna have to shovel, and I know I wanna wanna do it <laughs> Did again. Did you have enough gas too, Yak? Yeah, that was a uh, deal too. For uh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, that's one of the things I I, I stocked up on on Thursday. Yeah, dude, I, I I definitely planned ahead. Well, you think the end of the world's coming anyways every time since Obama's been in office. So, I mean, you've basically been ready for it for four years. I've been ready since 2008. (laughs) Yes, I remember that. (laughs) All right, so we'll get off the snow. Let's just say it was the biggest snowstorm that this area has ever seen. And I think probably in our lifetime, Yak, I don't expect something like that again. I mean, I've probably got got a good 20 years left. But if if we make it past that, then um, that was just historic, the way it came in. And it just sat over us, too. I mean, it just crushed us. So... Um, yep, everybody's got their snow yeah, stories. Yeah, I'm done for the year. I don't want any more. I mean, I'll tell you this though: my kids going to school tomorrow. Hello. Oh, they are. Yeah, private Mine schools going to school. Hello. Oh, you got pri- You send your kids to private schools? What, what do you think I'm going to do at Baltimore City? Have you seen the Baltimore City schools? Are you by kidding then? me? They'll come out dumber if they went to Baltimore City yeah. schools. Are you we, kidding yeah, me? We, we, it's, it's like a college tuition. Maybe <laughs> going backwards. I paid He's more. Sucking the, me. the minds out of them. It's awful. All right, so there were Can games we talk last football? weekend. I mean, yeah, I yeah. think there was some So football. there was some games last weekend. Let's go back. I'd like to pull the tape, but I'm a terrible producer. Um, the tape was, I said to Rich and to you, Yak, last week, can the Broncos get to 20 points? That was my barometer last week. Can the Broncos get to 20 points? Because if they do, I felt like that was their only chance. You know, a defensive game. I didn't think Brady and them were going to go nuts. What, Yak, I'll start with you. What, first of all, because I know you were like big New England guy. Yeah. What, 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 in that game, what, what do you think it was? What were some things to you that really stood out to you that really pushed um, Denver into the. And all of us had the Patriots, by the way. So kind don't of. Yeah, on tapped me we all had minus three. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I accept, I, I, mean, I post my picks on my blog, yep. sportsyakontap.com. Good read. I accept all responsibility, win, lose, or draw, and I completely missed the boat on this game. And you know, I was preaching against the uh, the Broncos' defense all last week and leading up to this game, and the fact that they they didn't have their A game for about the last four weeks going into this game. But I got to give them all the credit credit in the world. The Denver defense is the reason they're playing here in about another ten days. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, you know, got to – Brady was rattled. I know, you know, a lot of people picked up on that early, um, and it's been discussed, you know, for the last few days. But they got to Brady. Uh, Brady looked completely uncomfortable. He made some awful throws. Um, he, th- he had two picks early. He could have had – he actually could have had three or four interceptions. And Denver's defense was just lights out. I mean – Hats off to them. I mean, they they are the reason they won. Uh, Peyton Manning. I'm not, you know I'm not going to throw him under the bus. He played. He did well. He had to well do. Yeah. yeah, he he managed. He was a game manager. Um, he had a huge run on like third and ten or third and eleven. I actually almost got tears actually on that run because it was so loud. Oh yeah, and, and uh, that sounds so weird, but right I'm with you. I don't care if they won or lost, but just the way that he was going yeah. for that first down it reminded me not to go too far back. But when Elway did the old helicopter in the Super right. Bowl against Green Bay, I was expecting him to do that. I knew that he wasn't going to happen, Rich, because Manning's going to he would break in half if that happened. But you had to find yourself rooting for him, whether you hated the Bronco or I mean whether you hated the Patriots or not. It was really hard. To, as that game was going, Rich, probably to root against Manning. And, and I think a lot of people, because let's be honest, P- Peyton Manning's a very likable guy. Tom Brady, for whatever reason, people hate him. I mean, I, I've gotten to the point to where I don't he can mind. every one of your girlfriends. That's why everybody hates him. 
But it's just, but it's that, and people just look at him like it's, you know, he's got Giselle, he's got four championships, he's got, you know, the Uggs, he's got all these things. I mean, whatever. His first he's wife like was the like poster an boy. He's good yeah. looking. Yeah, I, I, again, Bridget Moynihan. But again, it's like, it's Tom Brady, the face of like evil, and then you have Peyton Manning, the funny Saturday Night Live host. And you want to root for him because I think a lot of people are thinking in the back of the mind, this probably going to be it. For Manny, even though he says he wants to come back, let's be honest. Well, he said his to play Jack, has yeah. not. I mean, yeah, his play That's has not warranted being able to come back and play. Even even said it's not Denver; it's somebody I'm going to play for, and that's fine that he wants to do that. But he wasn't very effective down the stretch, and even in this game. I mean, 176 yard, he does throw two touchdowns, but again, like that's it. It was this defense. That defense was incredible. For Denver, I mean, again, just like he's like Jack said, they made Brady uncomfortable all day. Uh, Von Miller, I think they sacked him four times. I think Von Miller was in there for uh, two and a half sacks. Yes. Uh, um, Derek Wolf was in there all day. I mean, it was just incredible the amount of pass rush that they were able to generate. So much so that New England fired their offensive line coach like immediately yeah. the yeah. next day because Brady was so battered. Um, and again. It shows you that their game plan obviously was, listen, we'll let Gronkowski go off. I mean, Gronkowski goes for 144 yards, eight catches, 144 yards, and it didn't seem, you know, obviously New England didn't win the game, but that didn't really kill them. No. You know, it's like we let Gronk get his thing, and we hold everybody else down, and we rattle Brady, and they win this game. And But to be perfectly clear, if Gostowski doesn't miss that extra point, that game is tied 20-20 to 20 mm, at the end of the day because it would have been 19-20 when they score that touchdown. Obviously, they're going to kick the extra point. It's 20-20. to 20. That's, right, but There's people, no if and or buts about that. There kind of is, though. People kept saying that. The one thing I will say, with a couple times they were in the red zone there and decided to go for it and not get it, if the score is different, I think Belichick makes a different decision there field goal-wise. So the score, I'm not saying it would change everything, complexity of the game, but I think – his his mind is, and I think all the times he went for guys, I, I was with him. I mean, I I felt oh, like yeah, you, so was I. Had, yeah, I, a lot of people were saying take those points and you get the ball wow. back. Around, right? You know, I just don't think they 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 had Manning down there. They knew if they didn't get it, Manning was going to go three straight runs and they were going to get the ball back anyways. So no, I, I, I was fine with that. I agree yeah. with you. And they Lurch was kind of crushing Belichick Monday morning or whatever day. Yeah, he called in Monday. He he was at home, but um, no, in, in the moment. It, to me, it was the right decision. It was like fourth and a long one yep. or two, and they ran at that, that little square out to Edelman. Yeah, they 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 went the other way. They went they uh, faked it one way, and then threw back to Edelman, and the guy uh, held his ground and made a great play. But the, the bottom line is this: New England could not because of the before mentioned Denver defense. New England was not moving the ball, and at that point, there was like five and a half, maybe five forty-five to go in the in the fourth quarter. I think it was the right decision at the time and I, I would have I would have still done it um you know they, they have not really got anything going against that defense you're in a position to tie the game if you can score a touchdown and get two points and you know there was no guarantee number one let, you know take it a step further your kicker although he is reliable had missed an extra point already so now we're going to take our chances on a 45 to 50 yard field goal try um, you know, when your kicker maybe already has some anxiety going on in his brain. Right. Um, so I had no problem with it. You know, like I said, the, 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 the guy stayed at home, made a great play. As it turned out, Denver got the ball back anyway. Or excuse me, uh, New England got the ball back anyway. 
scored and had a chance to tie it. And... <clears throat> yeah, and I thought the two-point complaint – I mean, Grant can cry about somebody holding his back. I didn't see any pictures. Nah, that wasn't yeah. enough to warn him. Sorry, it wasn't. In that on. kind of play, the call flag there, people would have been up in arms. I mean, Gronk's catch on on the touchdown was – lucky enough i mean brady just chucked that up and that just shows you you know what's so hard for me to realize about that guy too because i watched kellerman's i'm old enough to see that guy he was the best tight end that i i followed you guys had some guys here didier and some of these other guys but he is yeah think about it he's a hall of famer right now and could be just right now based on his numbers based on what he's doing he might be the best tight end of all time just just right now and that's crazy to think about yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look at the numbers. I mean, I mean, against Gonzalez guys is like in there. Tony Gonzalez yeah. and Gates. No, but the the Kellen Winslow. I mean, Chris Kellen, Cooley. Kellen Winslow had <laughs> probably, and I can kind of remember it, yeah. even though I was a kid. But that game they had against Miami, oh, Miami, too, yeah, yeah, when he had to be helped off the field. I mean, Lock that was un- unbelievable. That was crazy. I remember that game. It was, it Kellen was... not Kellen Winslow Jr. By the way, no, he's a uh, he's a soldier, Rich. Yeah, he's, he's a soldier. Terrible. He's God, a, I'm so glad the Redskins didn't draft so him that year. So in the God. end, even though we kind of, I think, I don't know where we're going to lean because I actually have no idea what you guys think in the Super Bowl, and we're not even going to really even get. No, into we're not the even Super getting Bowl. into that. It's a, it's a gigantic tease. Were you guys okay with Denver making it? Not because of Manning. I'm just saying, based on their defense, thinking that they got a shot. It, me personally, I was because. I felt like Denver, and I even mentioned this, I think, I don't know if it was maybe week eight or nine on the show, I said, I think Denver's been probably the best team all year. Even though they weren't, I don't think they were undefeated at the time, I just thought they had been the best team overall all season um, in the AFC. And again, that's the reason why they're the number one seed. People are always like, oh, Denver, I can't believe Denver made it. They were the number one seed in the AFC. Let's not get things twisted as far as Manning not playing you know, for when he was hurt and then he was benched and Osweiler was in there. This team was the number one seed, had the number one defense in the league. This is not some like Cinderella team that just made it. You know, People are just uh, – it, it makes, drives four. me crazy right. when people are like, oh, my God, Denver. I never would have thought Denver. What do you mean? I, this drives me crazy The two top seeds see in the that. Super Bowl. Right. right, the two one seeds made it. Is it really a big stretch that these two teams made it? But, again, I was perfectly fine, and at the end of the day, I was just thinking, you know what, this is probably Manning, swan song. I would love to see him go the route of Elway, win a Super Bowl, ride off into the sunset, and you know, and that's it. He has two. He's done. Take He's Collins' job in the in the booth. Right. No, you know whose job he needs to take? Oh, Phil God. Sims. God, Phil Sims is too? the Why do people worst. People hate him so much. He's the worst. Who how about the one on the? Guys? How about this? There was that one time where Manning threw the backward pass, and Ronnie Hillman just kind of just watched it jank, j- 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 jingle around, yeah. and the guy from the Patriots scooped it up, and you know they blew the whistle or whatever. Well. Uh, Nance is like, well, that's a backwards pass. And Phil Sims is like, oh, well, we got to see if it was recovered. Like, were you watching the play, Phil? The guy yeah. scooped it up off the ground. It's like, what What do you mean? And Nance was like, oh, well, it was picked up by, you know, whoever picked it up, Stewart or whoever. And he's like, oh, yeah, it was. Like, I, God, he's so dumb. I, I, no, it, I, I, I can't stand listening to them. And, and I, you know, I like Jim Nance. Yeah, he's a golf. He's a golf and he's a March Madness guy. Yeah, he's a master. And, and, and as far as I'm concerned, CBS needs to blow that duo up because yeah. I can. They just don't do the NFL well for me. And 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 honestly, I spent the second half of that game uh, with my TV on mute. I mean, I can't listen to Phil Sims. Number one, I can't stand Phil Sims's voice. And number two, I he's adult. Yeah, he I mean, is. I mean, he just he comes across like just like a meathead. 
for a guy that played the position at a high level, and let's be honest, Phil Simms played the game at a high level. Yeah. He is a complete dope yeah. when it comes to dope. some things. Like he's he's not observant, and that play alone speaks to it. The fact that that backward pass was recovered, and he makes that a point to see if it was recovered. Like, it, did you stop watching? I don't Rich, understand. Rich, there was another play, too, and it was, I forget, it was Denver was on offense, and I forget who caught the pass, uh, but anyway, the, uh, the, the New England corner could not have played the ball any better. The guy, the, the receiver just made an unbelievable athletic play and got the ball, and Sims went on and on and on about how New England need to, needed to start playing uh, the receivers a little bit tighter. And I was like, what effing play were you just watching? Yeah. The guy had him covered like a glove. The, the, the Denver receiver made just a great play and a great move to get the ball. And it is what it is. And those guys are just, I, I, I can't stand them. Nance, seriously, I love him on golf. And obviously, I, I watch a lot of golf. He's great on golf. I enjoy listening to him during the Final Four coverage uh, during March Madness. But that duo with him and Phil Simms, to me, unlistenable. By the way, who has who has the Super Bowl? Oh, they have the Super Bowl. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh my God. I might have to listen. No, I might have to listen to a radio broadcast while I'm watching because yeah, I cannot stand. Kevin Harlan's my man. He's good. Phil Simms. Uh, guess how much the ads are going for for thirty seconds? This million dollars. Whoa! No, I, I heard it. I heard it this morning on uh, actually. On what is this? Nineteen ninety six, Rich? Million dollars? Oh, I, I think it's four million. Five million dollars for thirty seconds. It's kind of like what we get for the show. Wow. Five million for 30 seconds. That's uh, unreal. It is unreal. And speaking of unreal, it, we're going to talk about this game because we have to. But can you talk about a boat that got inside of the race and just <laughs> I know continue you... to just, just go right around the thing? I mean, it, if I had the sounder, I would. From the beginning, I said to you guys last week, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bad spot for Arizona. I like Arizona. I like Ari- Arians. I like Palmer. I like that team, right? Yeah, yeah, I know you liked him a lot. Yeah, I still went and took him. Well, he took him for different reasons. I guarantee yeah. he had Carolina on the other side. I, I didn't. I, did, I, I played it out. I didn't even play the game. Mm. I mean, it. It here's the deal. Uh, the last two games were at the, at some point you got to start making you know an analysis based on right the trends. Yep. And the last two games that the, that are actually, if you could go back three games, yeah, Seattle it, boat raced them too. Yeah, and I know that the, the situational uh, aspect of that was that Arizona didn't need to win, and it wasn't going to affect their their seeding. But you know, the 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 eyebrows are raised, okay? Because I I've seen two straight games, two meaningful games, where neither Carson Palmer nor Bruce Arian showed up. And I said this when I broke this game down, and I wrote it in the blog. Mm-hmm. The only thing Arizona did not need to do, the only thing, and this is Arian should have coached his game plan should have should have played into this way. He should have preached this all week. Is they could not let Carolina get out in front of them yep. the way that they let Seattle uh, Seattle the, the week before. I mean that game had. If, if there was going to be a 14 to 17 point lead early by Carolina, that game was over. That's exactly what happened. And that game was over. 
Yeah, I mean, I think your sweat for your for your big ticket lasted about seven minutes in that yeah, game because exactly and, right. and last week when we talked about this game and I picked Carolina and I said to me, you give me the better quarterback. And and and, and then Sunday it was, it was Cam Newton by over a hundred <laughs> yards, you know, performing. I said, give me the better running back. It was Jonathan Stewart. I said, give me the best receiver on either team, and it was Greg Olson. I mean, he went for 113. I said, give me the best defensive player. You know, and that was Luke Keekley, and he was all over the place. Eight tackles, he had a fumble recovery. I mean, every return. single way, yeah, exactly. Every place where I said, give me that guy. Yeah, yeah, actually, he returned it for a touchdown. I forgot. I thought he just had a pick. So he returned it, I think, 22 yards, 20 yards. So, again, every person that I mentioned, I said, give me that guy. He's the best player on the field. That's Josh the Norman. team I want. Yep. And they completely, like Yak said, that game, there was no doubt about that game from the time – when it was ten nothing to me, I thought, you know what, a game. This game is over. It just to me, just the way Carolina has played all season, the way they've they played done. at home, the way they played on the road. I mean, if it wasn't a fluky loss to Atlanta, this team would have been sixteen and zero. I mean, to me, they've just been that the best team all season in, in in the NFC. Just like we talked about Denver in the AFC, Carolina to me was the best team all season. We saw them firsthand when they throttled the Redskins forty four sixteen. I think. Um, and I think Cam Newton is going to be the MVP. He should be the MVP. I mean, it's ridiculous what he's doing. He really has, and I know Corey Brown had a nice day, but come on, you really, when you talk about guys being a threat. Yeah. I know Ginn drops it 50-50. Yeah. Right, and, and, I, and I know Gim, you know, Gim was on Arizona last year. He's played for San Francisco. He's been with Miami. I mean, he's bounced around. These are not like perennial all pros. Right. These are guys that are just kind of thrown in there, and Greg Olson is solid. But, again, it's Cam Newton, and it's the running game, and it's the defense. And, yeah, that game was over. And, yeah, maybe next year you, you get that uh, Dallas bet going. And they'll probably be 25-1 to 1 next year with Romo's aging shoulder. The thing that I was kind of thrown off by, and I went back and looked at the numbers with Carolina, and Yak kind of has been on this team for a lot of the year, um, is people talk about their defense and stuff. They led the league in scoring. So it's not like this defensive-led team, which I think they have one of the best defensive teams as well, but they go out and they get on you, and they get on you early. And I know that they gave up some leads, but you know what? They happened. They won those games. So they get bored. They, they, they get, get bored. bored. And, they, you know, and Riverboat, you know, Riverboat Ron doesn't know what to do when he has the lead because he can't just go for it on fifth down. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't know what to do. Um, I just think Cam's a guy where – I watched it in college. I know a lot of people don't like his, you know, maybe don't like what some of the things he stood for and some things that happened in college. I don't care. The guy's a monster. He can throw the ball. I, I, I do find it interesting, guys. You do notice it too. Is it his arm so damn strong that he can throw on his back foot every play? Because even yeah. if he doesn't have to, he throws on his back foot. He doesn't have the greatest mechanics in the world, no. but when you have an arm like that, yeah. I mean, he literally, he's a guy that just flicks that football. Sidearm, overhand, it doesn't matter. It gets it. To where it needs to go, and, and honestly, like you said, Javi, I mean, Cam Newton, whatever you want to say about him, me personally, I like him. I don't. I, again, he's another like it's all this backlash, you know, for the dancing and all this stuff. Like he's the only quarterback what or the a, only player that what a jerk dances. for giving balls to kids. What an asshole! Right, he is, right? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, to me, he he's uh, he's been MVP. We already said he's been he MVP. Deserves it. And you know what? They'll haul the shine this week, and we'll get into it next week a little bit. But you know, the narrative's going to be, and everybody knows it's going to be Manning, 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 Manning. And I think that'll help Carolina a little bit because I think now I think they've jumped to like a five and a half point favorite at this point, Yak, and I expect that to go up even more <clears throat> based on some of the things we've seen. I just think it's a bad matchup for Denver, but we'll wait to to get into that. And um, anything else from over the weekend that you guys noticed? Oh, oh, wait, there was one thing, Yak. I think that 
we were we were going to discuss before we, you know, get off here is the Pro Bowl. Um, the the Pro Bowl happened today. They had the uh, the draft, and um, there's a certain guy in the D.C. area who had a fantastic run, and we've been all over this guy. And two people. Yeah, yeah why Jordan as well? But I, I think he would get hurt in it. I'm glad he's not going. Um, Kirk Cousins does not. He gets kind of snubbed. He's snubbed dread, basically, um, mm-hmm. for Tyrod Taylor, a hokey, as, as Rich likes to claim, even though he didn't go there. And then the um, the other one, I think, is Bridgewater, right? Is that is that right, Yak? Yeah. yeah, and Jameis, and hello, Jameis Winston. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it's... It is and Derek Carr, and Derek Carr. But let's let Yak, Yak what, what are the reasons do you think it, that Kirk Cousins it, it, is? Listen, it's real simple. I, I, get, I, get what, I get what Rich is saying, and, and actually, Rich, you, you have the same attitude my brother does. My brother, him and I discussed this, and he, he basically said the same. He said, you know what, I could give a shit. He goes, uh, you know, I, I know one thing, he's not going to get injured, right. uh, because he won't be playing, which is good, but... To me, it's just the principle of the matter, and I don't care who votes. Uh, from what I understand, it's a combination of the fans, the coaches, and the players. Correct. I don't care when the voting started or when the voting ended, and I'm telling you right now, it's this whole – I'll be the first one to tell you. This anti-Redskins name movement is working, and if, if you're outside of Washington – and you're not a diehard Redskins fan like Rich and I are, or my brother, or my family, or any of my n- numerous friends, Joe Ham. You know, if you're not a dieharder, you're not going to give them any benefit of the doubt. And and I'm telling you, it's a result of the media and all these people that have drummed up this this fake outrage that, that you know regarding this name, which I think, which is what it is. Um, but dude, listen. Number one, Jordan Reed was snubbed during the regular voting. Okay? Pull his numbers. I did. There's only one guy in the entire NFL who has better numbers for a tight end than Jordan Reed. And his name is not Rob Gronkowski. It's Golson. It's, it's the kid from Cincinnati. I, oh, I, Eifert. Tyler Eifert, yep. And then and this whole thing with the... Uh, with, with these these uh, these extras or substitutes, and yeah, it is a, it is a joke. I get it. The Pro Bowl was a joke. The NHL All Star Game's a joke. The NBA All Star Game's a joke. Uh, baseball at least uh, has yeah. some sort of watch uh, your tongue over there so. incentive to to go out. Well, that's and stupid. That's stupid. But well, you know, <laughs> the game's I actually legit, though it's in the middle. I of actually the don't think it is. I kind of like that baseball does that. Uh, but the facts are this: if you're gonna, it's laughable. I mean, if you want to just go to, I, I posted right on my site. Go to the go to those stat lines of Tyrod Taylor and Teddy Bridgewater and Kirk Cousins, and then just start laughing. And 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 like I said, Rich, I get I get your side of it, but for me, it's just the principle of the matter. No, and I, and I, you know, and 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 again, I agree that I think it is the principle because I I, I agree that I think Cousins should be there. When you're throwing guys like Jameis Winston in there and Tyrod Taylor, and, and, and to me, the only two guys that I would say that I would want quarterbacking my team over Cousins of the guys in the Pro Bowl would be Russell Wilson and maybe Eli Manning. Even though Manning is getting a little bit older, I would like a guy that's going to be there for the next 10 years. But when you look at the numbers, I mean, Kirk Cousins' passing yards, he has more passing yards than every quarterback in the in the Pro Bowl, except for uh, Eli Manning, he has 
more touchdowns than all but three. He has less interceptions than all but three, and he's the second highest rated passer of all of those quarterbacks in the Pro Bowl. So you're going to sit there and come back and say that these guys are Pro Bowlers, but Cousins isn't? Teddy Bridgewater went seven games without throwing a touchdown. Think about that. Seven games yep. he didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah. Actually, and your, I think your, Cousins. Your boy Marshall, that, that guy Marshall went through the whole. Uh, that blew my mind. I didn't even know that. And that yeah, I couldn't believe it. He, he, seven games he didn't throw a touchdown, and I believe it was eight games he didn't throw for 200 yards. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that that guy performed better than Kirk Cousins, who I think broke or tied some kind of NFL record for most or for the season, him and like Russell Wilson, the only players with a touchdown pass in every game. And you're going to come and tell me that Teddy Bridgewater is a, is a pro bowler over Cousins. And you're going to tell me that Gary Barnage is a pro bowl over Jordan Reed. I don't, I don't understand it. I, again, again, it comes down to partially numbers. And again, HTTR 24 seven, I hate to give him run. I said, you know, I don't, I wouldn't take any of these guys over Kirk, and he's, of course, he comes back and says it's not all about numbers. Well, it kind of is. That's what the Pro Bowl is based on, isn't it? It is yeah, because let's be honest, honest, the guys that are voting for these things, they don't watch every single game. Yeah, the, 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 the guys that voted for Bridgewater, right. yeah, the guys that voted for Bridgewater, they didn't watch all nine hundred uh, plays that Bridgewater performed. And if you did, and then you voted for him, I have less. I have less. Uh, respect for you. If you've watched every single game that Bridgewater, one guy, one guy tweeted me. I'm on Twitter at Bridge Turpin and said, "I'm not sold on Winston, but Bridgewater is nice." And I wrote back and I said, what? "He's nice. He didn't throw a touchdown in seven in seven games. It's like the Ravens. Is that nice." And you know what? That guy didn't respond anymore. I think he deleted his entire account. And I'll and I'll tell you this right now. And I don't hate Winston. I actually kind of like Winston. Winston. Can can I bet a thousand dollars right now? Winston will have a better career, better NFL career than Teddy Bridgewater. Who? He's Jameis Winston. Oh. He won't even be close. <laughs> it won't even. Yeah, it won't even be close. It won't even be close. And, and yeah, I'm not hating on Winston. I think he had a fine. Uh, he had a fine rookie season. No, he has he fine numbers. No, but again, didn't. my biggest beef I think is with Bridgewater and to Tyrod Taylor and even Derek Carr. Because to me, Carr's numbers. Okay, they're comparable. He has less passing yards. He's got three more touchdowns, but he's got two more picks, and he's got a lower passer rate. So to me, numbers are comparable. And and although the Redskins had a better record, they won their division than you know the Raiders didn't didn't win ten games or nine games. So to me, you take everything in totality. Cousins better than Winston, Tyrod Taylor, Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater. That would have been my assessment. And Jordan Reed better than all of those tight ends to me. I don't care what anyone says. To me, I think Jordan Reed probably the best, the second best tight end in the game behind Gronkowski. Yeah, especially down the stretch. I mean, he was taking over people. How many times did you hear he was unguardable? He was yeah. somebody that you had to, you know, go against. Rich, the question, eleven I, touchdowns. Yeah, and in big games too. That's another thing people right. are forgetting. Those were huge oh, games. It, it's going to all come down. And, and I'll tell you, this this is where the uh, uh, the proof is in the pudding. We should get Mike it, Wise on the show pretty soon. Yeah, f him. <laughs> Will be um, will be next late August, early September when you guys all, when everybody in, around the country starts doing their fantasy drafts, and I'm going to be real curious to see where guys like Kirk Cousins and Jordan Reed go because they're going to go pretty high. Okay, there there's not going to be a lot of guys 
in their fantasy football league drafts selecting Tyrod Taylor and Teddy Bridgewater over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sorry, you're going to have Gronkowski gone, and I, I, honestly, you're not going to take Jimmy you. Grant anymore. You're not going to take Travis. No, I mean, Kelsey's piece. nice, fine, all whatever. All you're not going to take Gary Barnage over Jordan Reed. You're not going to take well, Tyler Eifert. No, he's in the discussion. Not. But the bottom line is this: Jordan Reed, and we we've talked about this for two months. He's elevated himself. He is in easily the top four right now. You know, and anybody that wants to say he's outside of like, and I and I'm I'm drawing a fine line here between top five and top four. He's top four, which means he could be third. Right. I mean, I don't know, and I don't care. But yeah, right. this guy, the, the guy from uh, the kid from Cleveland, Barn, what's his name, Barnage, Barn, Gary Barnage, yeah. yeah. him and Gronk and uh, Jordan Reed and the kid from the Kansas Chiefs, City. and yeah. then uh, and then after that, I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good tight ends out there. I wouldn't put Barnage that high. I think Barnage has had one good year. I've seen from Reed. Yeah. He had know, a good year playing with, with, with like yeah. three, three different quarterbacks. Oh, and let's not forget Jordan Reed missed two games. Correct. Yeah. He got 87 passes for 952 yards and 11 touchdowns and in 14 games. And really, if you think about it, kind of missed the last game, too, against the Cowboys. I mean, what, he played like a half? Yeah. Yeah, and he played it like, yeah, he played a little, yeah. not even well, half, And I'm so. with you, Jack. The only argument that I had is when you were talking about the, the logo, I really don't think that the Pro Bowl people care about the logo, but I think yours is more to a bigger point. If there's a way for them to stick it to the Redskins, this is a way to do it. I will say, though, you were talking about over the text machine today when we were having this conversation, the, the pre-show pre-show, that the contract thing. I don't think it really matters because I think the boys in the morning talked about it. Unless you're voted in, I don't think that even comes up in, you know, unless you're actually the voted in. If you're a substitute, you don't bring that up at the, the negotiating now, table. I understand that. But my, I understand. And, and logo schmogo, I don't care about logo. My, my point is this. My, my main point is that I've accept, I'm admitting it. I think that this whole movement, whenever it started, to to uh, to uh, assign this name the Redskins in, in the in the same vein with the N word, which quite <laughs> frankly I think is insulting to black people. Right. I mean, it, it, if you if you want to tell me that Redskins is the same as as the N word, I, I think you're a, a jerk off. Uh, well, I, I won't have a conversation with you anymore. No, that you're you're just a moron. So m my whole point is. It's gotten to the point where that's what is going on, and that's why I said I don't care who's voting. This whole notion that that's a racist term is starting to bleed into America, yeah. and it's affecting people's thoughts on how this team is, what their team name is, how they're operated, and I'm telling you, it is going to affect the way they, you know, especially if fans get the vote, the meet. Look, look how many media now, like. Like guys like uh, not even Mike Wise. Mike Wise is a nobody. Look at Mike Florio. I mean, Mike Florio is is a somebody. He's a pretty big guy in the big scheme of things of of NFL media, and he won't say the term Redskins. Right. Phil Sims won't say the term Redskins. Mike Carey won't say the term Redskins. And once you get all this stuff, once you get that. That, that snowball, no pun intended, over the last week of weather we've had here, once that snowball starts rolling down the mountain, it's over. And and people's people's thought process relative to something as stupid and simple as a Pro Bowl selection, they get affected. Yeah. No, I, and again, I, I can totally see, see your point on that for sure. I 
I hope that didn't come in, but I, I can see where that's kind of, like you said, bleeding into some other topics that are going on. Um, I'm wondering if that'll be effective. I, mean, I, know, I know the Redskins are trying to get a Super Bowl at some point in D.C. I, I think that's kind of shelved yeah. at this point as well. Um, you know, I have fun with the whole name, by the way. I call them the Bravehearts or call them the Washington team just to troll you guys once in a while, but I really don't care. I think it's it, asinine. It's a dumb name of a dumb football team that matters really yeah. Not that much in the grand scheme of things, right? I mean, it's, it's... In, in the grand scheme of things, I agree with you completely. You know, old school uh, homie like my dad is not along those lines, but I'm with you. I, and, and I don't know how Rich feels, but I feel like this: if they change the name, okay, it's gonna be here today, gone tomorrow. And as soon as the games start up again, guess what? You're gonna be rooting for the team. Correct. You know, any 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 Redskins fan or whatever that the Red Storms or whatever they, you know, if Brave you're if, yeah the Bravehearts, if you've been a fan of the Redskins, you're gonna root for them. And I've already and I've already said if they change the name, I'm still calling them Redskins. I don't even care if they change it to the Braves, no, I, whatever. I, I will I'm still say the big, Redskins. Dude, I'm not even a big uh, NBA guy, and I constantly just in casual conversation, I refer to them as the Bullets. Right. They're not the Wizards. In fact, dude, I dude, I got this money ass hat, and uh, it's one of my favorite hats. Uh, tweet it tonight. No, I got a Washington Bullets hat. It's like it's like a baseball cap, yeah. dude. The Bullets is just a better name. It was a better logo. I don't know. In fact, I just saw something today. I guess they got a game coming up in the next week against uh, the Denver Nuggets, going and it's throwback. gonna yeah, it's gonna be throwback. They're gonna be the Bullets. Yeah. They should be the bullets. They it's should so be the bullets. So dumb. Yeah. It's a name. Nobody's going to fire off any more heat just because the name bullets. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it really clean. It really cleaned up the city, didn't it? Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> I think we're all. all right, we're done. Page. Let's get out of here. We just go home. I love it. All right. So <laughs> next week we're definitely going to preview the Super Bowl. We're going to get prop bets. I'm going to pull up every single prop bet that I can find because this show is. Oh yes, let's go through it. The line, so I yes. will be doing my crack. I'll get my research team together, aka me, and we'll put that together. And I love it, Jabby. It I love there. it. And we're um, gonna and we gotta document them too. We're gonna document them. Yeah, and I'm thinking about because I've been going back and forth with our good friend of the show, Jeremy Kahn, and he's said that he probably will be able to join us next week too. If you guys nice. are okay Sweet. with that, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, he's big. I don't know if you guys know, but he's a big Peyton Manning like Mark. I mean, I know JP pretends to be, but uh, Jeremy's been on the the Peyton Manning wagon for a long time and been taking a beating in this town because he's you know Colts fan based on that. So he has some still interesting. Still on the Scott Gar show, show. He's on the Scott Gar show. Yeah. Yep. So two to six. So one hundred five seven. The fan. Some some jerk named Jab calls in once in a while to that show. Yeah, Jab. Um. Yeah. So we'll have that next week. Um. We're gonna get back to some more trivia and just to let everybody. You know, I think we talked about it last week, and I think Tom's the only one that heard it. But we're going to kind of add some things to the show. We're going to do a little bit more entertainment. Going to get some more of Yak's stories in regards to Netflix and yes. some of the shows people are watching. And I'm I finally ready. saw Star Wars. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. And I liked I liked your thought on that too. You know, a lot of people like at first said it was the greatest thing ever, and then everybody decided that. That's not cool to say, so everybody's like, oh, it wasn't that good or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just has to have well, I loved it. I don't care anyone says yeah. I loved it. I, I I've never been a Star Wars or a science fiction nut. No, you were throwing or Mars. Yeah. But I will say this, because obviously you spent a lot of time, you know, whatever you were doing during the snowstorm. Uh, I watched two movies. Okay, so we all we got to end on a movie segment. Yeah, yeah. All right, give me the actors. I'll probably okay. Well, I'm just, no, I'm not gonna. It's not a, a trivia game. I'm just gonna tell you right now. 
I watched the Martian. Damn, I wanted to guess who it was. Okay, I watched the Martian, and I was not that impressed. I'm just right. saying. Was it a comedy? I didn't like it that much. <laughs> but dude, honestly, I loved Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I thought, haven't seen it. I want to see it. Dude, I am telling you right now, Rich. For, first of all, I was kind of a passive. I was gonna say that's not a mark for you. Well, no, I you dude, okay I had their tape. I had their back in the day. Their I tape. had their, their yeah, their <laughs> cassette or their CD. Yeah. No, but, it was um, a tape. I think you're right. Number one, it was the story, the movie. The, they did a great job telling the story. I mean, it's a good movie as it is, and it takes you back there and the, you know, <laughs> explains how everything worked. And you know, those guys had some. They had some good music. But I thought the story was really well told, so I'd give uh, I'd give Straight Outta Compton four out of five. Blunt, uh, yeah, drive by shooting. Four out of five. Four out of five snowblowers. <laughs> yeah, and I'd give uh, the four Martians, out of five maroon deer. Yeah, the Martians two and a half out of five. And yeah. and honestly, I have a bias against Matt Damon just because I'm not a big Matt Damon fan. His life's too good. Yeah, whatever. He bought a zoo. And, uh, right, uh, wait, how many how many fat neighbors do you give uh, Star Wars, Rich? Oh, four and a half. Right. Four and a half fat neighbors for me. <laughs> and I'm going to see the Revenant on Saturday, so I'll give you my review on that too. Ooh, so. You're gonna. I mean, as I like to, as I told you before, you want to strap in a little bit for that one. Yeah, I'll have to go to the potty break for that. That's a long one. It's a yeah. two and a half hour, isn't it? Yeah. Are you watching it at the uh, Turpin Plex or oh, are you going no, to the no, theater? Going to the theaters. Gotcha, uh, the time. Regal, the the silly lean back theaters. Lean back. Yeah, Got to go during the day though, because uh, the area is a little <laughs> sketchy, little shaky, little shaky out yeah. there. I know. I think so, I know. Where all you're right, going. let's get out of here. We've been out here for like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, but it's been fun. Um, oh, a lot of fun. For our man, Sportjack at Sportjack Mike on the old Twitter machine. Yes. At the Rich Turpin, and of course, follow us at Between the Lines. And by the way, I know that you know we guys have been laughing about it, but we are on iTunes, and five star yes. reviews help. And if you want us to continue this this ship of fools that we're doing here, we need a, you know a couple five star. Even if you hate us, you know what? I don't even care. Give us a five star review, and then say we suck. I don't care as long as it has five stars. That's what matters for everybody. Yes, review it. iTunes, so, iTunes everywhere. Baltimore Sports Report. Dot com of course and baseball season's coming yak and i know you can see it coming around uh, the corner i can't wait i can't wait I, w- I could do a whole podcast on the fact that no one wants to come to dc but i don't want us to get down that warm oh we don't go time. that road yet holy cow for rich turpin for sports yak mike this is jabby burns and we'll see you next week and good luck